Okay, y'all, so we are back um, with Mercedes Naomi once again. We are going to dive into, now I wanted to talk to her um, on a different level. Uh, we've been discussing kind of just, you know, just different aspects of being a single mom and just what that looks like and what that feels like and everything that comes with that. And so a big part of, um, you know, being a single mom is when you decide to go into dating and starting a new relationship and all of that good stuff. So I want to kind of, um, unpack that a little bit. So, um, what, what would you say, do you say that you would have, um, like a certain set of, of quote unquote rules when it comes to dating and just being a single mom. What are your what are your top rules? I think we all kind of have those 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 rules that we put into place. So what are your some of your rules that you have? Um, so I had rules, and then I got caught up in reading Steve Harvey's book, and then mm. I was like, okay, let me you know, date and introduce them and blah, blah, blah. And then it was back to, nah, screw that. <laughs> back, to my, back to my rules. Um, so, so you try, okay, so wait, so you try to do, you you decide, because I think Steve Harvey says something to the effect of, of don't wait to no, introduce yeah, them, do, right? You need to see, because like, if you like the guy, everything's hitting off, but he doesn't mesh well with your kids, you're in a pickle, Yeah. you know, a year later. Yeah, so you so tried I, that. Yeah. And and that was how that worked out for you, sis. <laughs> so, okay, I have the pleasure of having preteens. So I teach my kids to vocalize how they feel and what they want, right? Mm-hmm. So whereas my mom and my grandparents are like, oh, they are disrespectful. No, they're not. They yes, ma'am, and they're very respectful. However, I encourage uh, debate. Like, if you feel strong about one thing, let me know and defend it. And then I feel strong about something I'll tell you. You know, I they know I'm mommy, but I'm teaching them how to defend what it is they are passionate about and what they believe in. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, that's me. So having raised kids like that, they are some vocal or something. <laughs> and, you know, um, taking Steve Harvey's advice as, you know, introducing them to people that is not good from my experience because if they don't work out you are constantly introducing Mm, your children mm. to different people exactly and that is a bad look on mommy it may not be a bad look on daddy but it's definitely unflattering for a son and or a daughter to see their mom introduce so many different people mm-hmm. and so and then um like even if you just do let's say it's just two people right mm-hmm. you introduce them to candidate x candidate x does not work out we are on to candidate y right one of those kids are gonna be like oh he's not like, oh, what happened to candidate x right and you're like all right shut up over here 
like I agree. friends get to meet my kids. Um, but it's like a different, you know, introduction when it's truly a platonic, yeah. you know, relationship. And so that didn't, it just didn't work for me. Um, however, uh, my aha moment was when my son came to me and was like, you know what? It's time for you to start dating. Like, you need to get remarried. Oh. I want you happy. You don't need to do this by yourself and blah, blah, blah. So on one hand, no, my kids don't need to be exposed to, you know, my dating woes. But on the same time, in, in the same breath, my kids need to see me interacting with a man and in love and in a relationship. My kids need to see me cooking dinner or someone cooking dinner for us and we eating dinner as a family. My kids need to see someone hug me, look, pardon me, love on me, kiss on me and stuff like that. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. So that's, that's my, I don't know if those are rules. That's, you know what, it is a learning process. Yeah. (laughs) And I, I'm still learning, so, but yeah, my kids need to be exposed to that, because I don't want my kids to think that, especially my daughter, I don't want her to think that life is just going to work, take care of the kids. No, baby, life is love. It's yeah. happiness. Mm-hmm. What you're, you, you are passionate about, and being with someone who honors and respects you, and exactly. stuff like that. Yeah, I, and I think, I mean, because I was kind of, I mean, when it came to dating for me and and with with my son, I always I kept him away from that. I I, I just I just didn't feel like because I I think like we I I don't know I feel like there's a a, a certain at some point you just know whether or not yeah it, it's 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 not this is this is this is not gonna go anywhere and so there's just no need for you for us to even like even go down that road and and but like you just said like I think that that kids also they need to see that and so for me now now with me like being in the relationship that I'm in I'm in a, a, a committed serious relationship so now I'm very vocal to my son about well you know this is gonna be like this and you know and I, I love Love this person this person loves me and so I, I definitely think but but I agree like you, you just you know there's a very fine line between that intro introducing I, I was not with Steve when he um <laughs> wasn't on on board with that but um do you so do you have a preference for whether or not um the the man that you choose to you know begin to get to know whether or not they he has kids or not do you have a preference um I do I've learned to get out of my own way. Um, Life will teach you very fast that what you want really doesn't always matter. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, that's cute. You can have a a vision. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can say this is what you want. It's so cute. (laughs) But this is what you're going to get. So for me, in my, my situation, I would prefer that the man already have kids mm-hmm. I would prefer that it's an older man and that's because I can't give another man children I'm no longer able to conceive and so rather than go through that ordeal you know um, with infertility not infertility I, I cannot have any kids um, it's just best that I have a more uh, seasoned <laughs> and established <laughs> man yeah. who's already done all of yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, the institute is starting over, but they they will embrace my children. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's necessarily fair if I date someone who doesn't have kids because 
my two pregnancies weren't the greatest. I mean, they're great because I got my kids, but they weren't lit. Like, if we broke it down emotionally, they were not the greatest. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's all I get. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's not fair for me to date a guy who doesn't have kids because now I'm kind of depriving him of that experience. And so my younger brother was like, because I think, like, one guy I really like, we got into this conversation early, and my younger brother was like, all that. Like, why? No, that's none of his damn business. You can't have kids right now. Why are y'all even talking about that? Y'all should be planning a movie or, you know, a date and stuff like that. He was like, you don't owe him that, you know, that that talk so soon. Um, and he was like, get to know him. And if you like him and if it's meant to be, then have that conversation of, you know, when it's time. He was like, but don't just cut people off because they don't have kids. And so I get that. But, like, if early in a conversation, a gentleman is telling me, like, yeah, he wants kids, his own yeah. kids, that's my, okay, exit stage. Yeah, because why even, yeah, yeah, I get yeah, that, like, I get I that. You know, and I get it, you know, the universe is in full control, so, like, I could meet a guy, he could be the one, and he may be the one, and he's saying he wants his own kids, and the universe will send us through whatever our journey is where he realizes that my kids are just enough, and that's fine and beautiful, but early on, if that's what I'm hearing a guy say, I remove myself from the situation, because I, you're, I'm not going to allow you to make me feel less than a woman or, like, shit, because I can't carry your children. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I get that. And I, I, in my experience, I just think that men with kids, I think they're more understanding to the whole single mom dynamic. Like, I feel like just in my experience with, in dating men that, that didn't have kids and then the ones that did, like the ones that did not, you know, they were more demanding of your time. And See, just, my experience is different. Really? The ones, yes. The ones who did not have kids got along the <laughs> were like amazing with my kids wow. you know what I'm saying mm. like understood any and everything it started getting on my nerves because any and everything they wanted to do and plan with me they wanted to do it as a family and I was like oh stop they got a dad with his punk ass um if you, you want to do something let's you know me and you yeah but like the ones who did have children were the greatest with my kids wow the ones who did have kids, um, and again, this is when you go into like, okay, there's three sides to a story. Um, you know, those were the ones who I was just like, I could never introduce you to my children. Yeah. No, sir. No. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. So, so then, so you would say that bringing up the subject about kids in the beginning of of a, of a of you meeting someone you you would think that that's something that you should do or you should do should not do Bring- um i don't i don't actually ask them i mean i think it should be a question you ask because you know just like i mean everything is an interview yeah um you know yeah. me business focused but everything is an interview if we don't have the same likes and similarities like um 
yeah that's kind of where i'm at with it i feel like like let's just let's just go ahead and let's just talk about these things up front so that i'm not wasting my time you're not wasting your time let's just go like i I don't i don't really think that there's anything wrong with kind of just being up front about it especially now maybe you know back in my 20s and and maybe potentially early 30s maybe i would have thought about things a little bit different but i think just now I, you know, I just, I think of things a little bit differently and I'm starting to see the change in, in how I respond and react to things and just this whole dating thing as I get older. But I mean, like, why waste time? It's, it's kind of, there's just, there's just no need to do that. So, um, okay, so when it comes to, I guess, like, choosing between a relationship and your kids what are your thoughts on that and and let me let me clarify that let me let me make sure I, you understand what I'm asking because I'm not necessarily saying like that you should just put men before your kids or anything like that but I mean do you ever feel like there's situations where it's okay to do that or it may be necessary to kind of put a relationship ahead of your kids if that makes sense do you understand what I'm saying? Like, like, like let me give you a, a personal uh, example. So, like, in the situation that I'm in now, you know, I date someone that's in the military, okay? And I'm very much 100% sure that this is the person that I'm going to marry. And, you know, I we've kind of talked about this a little bit. So, there was a situation as far as um, making a decision to, to pick up and move, right? And... It was for me, that was something that I was struggling with for a very long time, like going back and forth in my mind about like what to do, because on one hand, I was like, you know, I I hear my son saying, no, I don't want to move. I don't want to move. I don't want to move. And then on the other hand, I have the person who I want to spend the rest of my life with that's saying, well, you know, I want you guys here with me. So in that instance, you know, you you have to kind of make a decision and in a sense that's kind of like okay am I am I just gonna you know make my son happy and just and and not do it or am I gonna make myself happy and and go you know be with the person that I want to be with so I guess like what are your thoughts on making decisions like that um okay so I have the old me that would say oh no and then I have the soon to be 37 year old me that is like you know what (laughs) we get one stab at life Mm -hmm. um I feel like you know what's best for your kids and I do understand that there are some moms who put themselves and their kids in bad situations but Mm -hmm. we are neither (laughs) neither one of us are, are you know is that type of mom right um So I would say, you know, that's where you have that conversation with your child, especially with you having a teenager. Y'all can discuss that. You know, um, I do know, like, for me, the court um, is not really in my family or my household. We did get a divorce, so we have a court-ordered document. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I learned that, like, okay, when the kids get a certain age, they have a say in who they live with. No matter if you were there from the start and the only one there, like when they get a certain age, they can say, well, I choose to live with this person and the court will honor it. So I feel like 
Jamie Lee Curtis. And she was like, if you do what you're supposed to do, your kids should grow up and leave and go see the world. What will you do when they do that? And so I was just like, shit, she's got a good point. Because like right now, my whole life and existence is their mom. Like, yeah, I got other stuff going on, but everything is in place based on their schedule and me being their mom. Yeah. So, like, I would definitely have a conversation with uh, my children, but at the same time, let them know, like, I'm we're talking and we're this dialogue is so I can hear what your point of view is. Right. But at the end of the day, mommy is in love and is getting ready to marry this person that you also have a relationship with. So right. we are moving to South Carolina, you know, to wherever. Right. Um. Um. If they choose say well I would prefer to live with my father it would hurt but <laughs> yeah okay so alright we gotta figure stuff out because I'm gonna be in California right and I'm not right right here. so um, I feel like you know we get one life um, there are no rules no one tells us how to, there's no special way to do it the right way yeah. if your heart is telling you to go to wherever um try it you know yeah. like see where it goes if it doesn't work out you know what it's messed up but you tried yeah you gave it your all so there's nothing to re- regret or feel bad about like yeah. you tried it you yeah. tried love and it worked or it did not work yeah either way there's a lesson to learn and your kids will see that you didn't live life you know according to like any particular um limitation you know you you, you live life free yeah. so I would definitely I'm now I'm more so like mm-hmm. okay we're going to, we're going wherever yeah um, the old me nope yeah nope. I, I agree yep <laughs> uh, yeah I agree I agree I'm but I, yep yep I agree and I think and and what's so what's significant about that is that even prior to it just even prior to the relationship that I'm in now like I don't I don't know if I would even even consider it but I think it's just when when someone comes into your life and it's right it just changes it changes everything it 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 definitely changes everything and you just have a different perspective on things and I mean because I've heard both sides of it like I said this particular situation was something that I went back and forth in my mind about and I've you know talked to 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 moms and aunties and, and sisters and things like that just about it just to see what people you know what they feel about it and I've got both sides of it I've got well no absolutely not just mm-mm. and then I've got like you know you you never take risks like that and you have someone who you know who loves you and wants to be with you and like you just you just need to like step out on faith and follow your heart so I've heard I've heard both sides of it and so but I mean I, I definitely get it but I, I'm with you on that I think I think like before I probably would have never even considered it never but you know things change so um now okay and I was having this conversation um with someone else recently about this and there was some things that was actually floating around I think too on social media in reference to this so when it comes to like um when it comes to dating and you have kids uh what are your thoughts on the other parents having any type of say so about who 
you bring around the kids? Do you think first and first? So that's that. So first and foremost, do you think there even ha- is there even any space for someone to even say anything? Excuse me. Well, <laughs> my uh, in my divorce decree, it says that um, no unmeritricious. I can't think of the word, but it's something similar to that. Um, relationships around the kids, and so wow. and that just means that if I'm dating a guy. They can't be around my children. I can only have who I'm married to around wow. my kids. So I was like, okay, <laughs> first of all, like, they got to get to know the kids while we date to get to the marriage part. But okay. Right. So in my situation, how it worked out, because that was put in the divorce decree from one particular person, um, I think they failed to realize that anything in the divorce decree applies to both, not just me. <laughs> Um, so, uh, my ex doesn't have say so over who I date or, you know, or anything like that. And I made sure, like, I don't need his permission to move out of the state or anything like that. Um, but he can't have anyone around the kids who he dates. And so there have been instances where they, the kids have met at least two or three different girls, ladies or whatever. Um, you know, and... I don't, I just, I mean, I don't really stress over it. I don't want to meet them um, because, you know, there have been times when the ex has gone nine months, 12 months to some change without seeing or spending time or talking to his kids. And so for me, how I look at it, um, you know, any woman who could date a guy knowing he has children and knowing in the year you dated a child, you know, a guy, you never saw him with his kids. That speaks volumes of you. And I have no desire as a single mom to meet you. Mm. Especially like if you are or were a single mom before you got with my ex-husband. And you know he has children and he doesn't necessarily do right by them. Yeah. Um, I have no desire to meet you. There's nothing you and I could ever talk about. You know what I'm saying? And, um... You know, not. I mean, I don't even know what he's feeding. You know, you to think about me because I'm a pretty motherfucker and my mm. shit is good. Okay, you know, so sis. You would be like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, Ugh. you know. And so it's just like, yeah. I don't. I have no desire to meet. I have no say. So my only thing, I, I want to say, there was an incident where she was talking about my youngest. You know, like one of the girls may have made my youngest my son feel bad because she said something to you know him and all I remember is like I called my mom because she's in South Carolina and they were in Georgia in, in Savannah and I'm up here and my mom was like I'm on the way to Georgia to get my grands and I was like all right cool I'm on my way to Georgia too so I'll meet you there and I remember my ex-husband calling me so fast. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to that. You know, and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Don't come. I got the kids. I'll fix it. I promise. You know, and I was like, okay, cool. But you know, once this is done, you know, and I, we all need to talk because like, clearly you have not stressed to her what I will do to you and her, <laughs> um, you know, over my children. Yeah. You know, because I don't ever want it to be like it's a oh I can't let him go. No, babe, I left you. We're we're done. Yeah. Uh, it's it's all about them. 
and and I'll go to jail for them. And I need her to know that. And mm-hmm. I need you, most importantly, to know I will fuck you up mm-hmm. and her. Yeah. You know, over the kids. Yeah. So I haven't had the issue of like who I date and all that stuff. Like I think he put that in the divorce decree to be spiteful mm-hmm. then, but it just bit him in the ass because yeah. So you, I mean, you answered my next question because I was going to say, do you find it necessary to like meet the people that is going to be around your kids? And because some women feel that way. Some women are are just like, oh no, I need to meet, I need to meet this woman that's going to be around my kids and like, and and they're like that. But I just, to a certain level, I feel like, I mean, I'm not, I've never met my son's father's girlfriend and they have had two children (laughs) since my son and I've never met her and I don't really have a desire to I mean if it was something that he came to me and was like oh well I want to introduce you I I mean that's fine but it was never something that I was just like oh I need to see who's going to be around my kid because I I feel like you know if I trust if I trust you to take my son out of this house and I trust you to have him in like you then you need to be responsible for him I'm trusting you to be able to be able to protect him I'm trusting you to know what's right and what's wrong and I'm I'm, I'm assuming that you're not gonna have him around no bullshit so I I don't really necessarily get that when when women just feel like oh I need to, I mean I guess I maybe I don't know maybe I can get it but I've just never really been the type to require that to actually yeah. say you have to I, I need to meet whoever's gonna be around my kids nah um my thing is not with her and you know I've had this conversation and I only needed to have it one time and it's documented like yeah. look when I turn my children over to you I don't care who you have them around you are responsible mm, for them exactly so whomever else you bring into the picture does anything to hurt them I'm coming after you mm-hmm and I say that from the bottom of my gut (laughs) like I'm coming after you because I I left them with you you are responsible for them at the end of the day when they're in your care so if you bring a female around them who will say stuff to hurt them and mess with their self their confidence or their self esteem and that comes back to me I'm coming at you now if ever I see her I mean depending on how I feel (laughs) whatever I don't want to incriminate myself on the record but you are responsible for your children and I hold you responsible don't hold any like you know just like you know when we were married like yeah you had whores up and down and in and out of our relationship but they owed me nothing my G you were committed to me know so when I kicked this in your car <laughs> it was because you betrayed me not them um and the same goes with the kids I don't have to meet them honestly like as a co-parent I would love to meet who he is serious about because I remember one time my daughter came back and her hair was different and I, I'm very specific like I make sure the kids get their hair done and hair cut before they go so like who the hell was my daughter sitting in between their legs yeah. and she did that you know like that's an intimate yeah. bonding moment for you know between black woman and black girl Yeah. so I'm I'm particular about that so I was you know I remember telling him like well I need to meet her because she's around my kids and you know the stuff she says and does influences them so I need to meet her and he just was he would not hear it and then after that you know that incident where I was like I'm on the way bro <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. You know, then all of a sudden it was like, well, I think we should get together and meet. And at that moment, I was just like, I have nothing to say to her. I don't want to meet her. She knew you had kids. And I think we were at like 10 or 11 months and you hadn't seen them and you weren't deployed. So no, you know, what do we, I don't need to see her. because this was a question that I posted on the blog, um, on the Facebook blog for the page. And the question was like, when you, when you meet someone new and you find out that the two of you are not sexually compatible, is that, or is that not a deal breaker? How do you like handle that? How do you approach that? If you've moved into that, you know, you've moved into that space and then you just, it's just like, oh, like, mm. and you guys, it's just, it's not seeming to, to be, you're not clicking. It's just something's not right. Like, is that, is that a deal breaker when you, when you're. It's most definitely a deal breaker. Mm, well, interesting. Not right away. Not right away. Because for me, it's all about communication. Mm. You know, you gotta meet people where where you're at, but also where they're at. And so for me, like, you know how you can hear people say, oh, well, since that person is trash, but yeah. then you get that person, you like, it was amazing to me. Like, yeah. I'm not going off your experience. So, you know, I realized the first time, it may be some jitters, some fears, or whatever, you don't bring your A-game. So for me, it's like, we're not sexually compatible at first. Like, okay, let's talk about this. <laughs> <laughs>
about to put myself in a position where I got to see karma again. Yeah. And if you can't, if you can't um, take control of my needs and my mm. wants through my body and my mind, yeah. then I'm sorry. We, we're not going to work out. We're just going to be good friends and good pen pals. <clears throat> Meaning we call, excuse me, we call and we text each other and we have great communication, but you will never see the way this booty moves. and and so okay so like and one of the one of the um one of the guys actually that commented on this question because i i mean i think for the most part the the women that commented on this they were kind of saying similar things communication is key and all of that but i one of the guys was like well so you're just gonna throw away what could potentially be something great for you you never like all because of some sex and this came from a guy now this wasn't a woman this was a guy and so he was like so you would just throw it all away this could be like the man of your dreams but i'm with the man of my dreams is gonna know what to do with this here body though (laughs) that's just how i feel about it so it was interesting that that was interesting for me to see that a guy actually said that um uh, about yeah sex and and all of that so what do you do um how do you how would you say that you would like keep it sexy in um like a new relationship and 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 again we're we're speaking like from the aspect of it being like a single mom so like what would you say would be you know, like, how do you, what do you do for yourself or what do you do for a new relationship? Like, just to keep things, like, fresh and sexy and just, what, what do you, what would you do? Or, like, what, what tip do you have? <laughs> um, this is gonna sound so simplistic, but it, it makes all the difference. Mm. I listen. <laughs> That's mm. all. Mm. I just listen. Um, one, I, I'm, I'm artsy, so I'm creative. Mm. I'm completely open-minded to whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, wherever my heart, you know, wherever my mind can go, I'm open to. Mm-hmm. But um, with with men, I just, I listen. And um, and then that goes into my mental deck in the back of the yeah. head. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, when I'm about to put this on you. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm gonna take into consideration any and everything you told me. So for me, um, physical uh, intimacy, like, well, so sex is physical. Intimacy mm-hmm. is mental for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, intimacy is us, like, not even having sex, but like maybe your hand is on my thigh, or maybe my foot is near your leg, and um, it's touching. And I'm on the phone or reading a book or something like that. Intimacy is to me is a connection. Yeah. And good sex. And no, 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 no. Let me stop that because I can have good physical sex. Great sex for me is all mental. Mm. Um, and that's why I was saying earlier, like you can talk to someone who had sex with someone and it's like, oh, that sex is trash. But if we have a mental connection, yeah. baby, what we can do is unlimited. Like what we can do if I can just like throw a, a, an album out there to give you a, a, some imagery just imagine Jill Scott's mm. first album Yeah, I don't know if you know that you know but her first album you know Jill Scott is a very um, creative woman mm-hmm. 
she is. So, it's so her first album for me that would equate to what I can do with someone I'm mentally connected to, mm-hmm. and there's there are no limits yeah. to what we're going to do. Um, so yeah, um, I listen, and we have to talk. Uh, if you if you're not doing it like I need you to do it, I have to tell you that because just like in again, I'm business minded, and you've gotten on me about this. Like stop acting like everything is a job Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day if I don't make you aware of what I need or what you're sure of then essentially it's my fault you know Um, so let me give you every opportunity you have to fix this before I I chuck the deuces at you because again life is short and Mm -hmm. I I need someone to make me speak in tongues Um, like I think that women I think that we when we can feel just sexy just by ourselves I think when we just feel good about ourselves just overall feel feel good about ourselves just physically and just I I think that that carries over into the bedroom and it carries over into how we have these interactions with this person that, you know, that we get, whatever it is that we got going on. And I just think that you should just always do things that just make yourself feel sexy, even when you're, when no one's around. So like I've gotten into this lately, I've gotten into just this whole thing about lingerie. I don't know where this came from, but I've just all of a sudden just want to have just all types of different lingerie. And I, I like, I just, I want, it makes me feel good. I feel real sexy in it. I just, I, and, and I'm in a damn long re- distance relationship. And so he's not even here to see it, but <laughs> it just makes me feel a certain type of way. And I just feel, I, I feel so I feel I don't know I feel liberated and I just feel sexy and I and like I said I think that just carries over when you finally you know get someone and like you just said when you have that mental like connection with someone that just makes it 10 times better than what you know what it could be so I get that I, I I'm right there with you on that I, I feel that so it's all right it's it's November so you know it, it's getting cold <laughs> and you know where I'm about to go with this. It's getting cold. And so that we, we know this is cuffing season. This is cuffing season. But I've just, I've been told and I've been, uh, someone let me know that this is also fuckboy fall. And so... <laughs> Not only is it cuffing season, it's fuckboy fall. And so I think that we have all had our share of having our run-ins with a couple of fuckboys. I know I have. I mean, I, I mean, it, it just is what it is. And so what I want you to do is let us know how, what you think. How can we recognize, what are the signs of a fuckboy? And how can we, like, how, because we need to stay clear of them. So what are your, what, what, what is your advice for women? And just, you know, it's this cuffing season and it's getting cold and we want somebody next to us. But, but you know, women get emotional and we tie our emotions into things. That's just how it goes sometimes. But like, what, like, what advice would you just give, um, to avoid, 
the or or what signs what are warning signs I don't know how you want to necessarily put it but what what do you think would be the red flags for these men that are just gonna waste time with us um okay so half of my response may not be well received by the ladies okay but from my experience I've learned that there is no shortcut to this shit okay Mm. um I really feel like our name is already written and assigned to all experiences <clears throat> that we go through. So while, yeah, my divorce hurt, that shit had my name on it. I had to, I had to embark on that. Um, and there was no, you know, going, no getting around that. So I feel like, yeah, fuckboys are so tiny <laughs> and it feels like it's a step back, but it's truly, it's truly a lesson. Mm. Um, and and, and I've, I've, I'm in a position where I've seen lessons come to fruition where it's like, holy crap, had I not gone through A, B, and C, yep. man, G wouldn't feel so amazing. Yeah. So, if, so I, like, even when I talk to my younger girls, trust the process, you know, trust it. Um, so you, you, you may have to encounter a fuck boy or two, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to you for spending some time with me and and recording this uh this episode so what i want to do um before i close out this is um something that i've kind of incorporated i'm going to pull just this random empowerment card and i want to end on a good positive note and i want to um it's just going to be a random card i'm gonna ask you a question and we'll end it from there and then i'm gonna let you talk about this Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. You reminded me of that. Yes, because I wanted to know how you felt about that. Yes, because the reason why I wanted her to be, I don't know how, I I forgot about that. She was a single mom and she she definitely was going to be my hot topic. So what do you think about that? What are your thoughts on that? Just, just, what do you, what do you, what do you feel? Is it right? Is it wrong? What's your, what's your opinion? Okay, so my disclaimer is I do not like speaking negatively about other women out here, especially moms. Okay. That's my disclaimer. Okay. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, um, I really, 
media and I feel like it's a cry for attention. Like she mm. I remember when she was dating Omarion and he would introduce her and you know, you would be like, Well, she's a singer and she's this and she's that but she was in his in his shadow. Mm. So I just feel like all this shit she's pulling now, these are typical love and hip hop stunts and it makes her relevant. It makes her trend, you know mm. what I'm saying? And for what? Um you fucking fizz. Who cares about this? I I have the 2K's first album, and I can't really tell you one song that was, you know, dominated by fizz. Um, you know, so it's just mm. like, oh, your, uh, your pum pum gets you. That's, that's what your pum pum lands you. So I just feel like, I really do feel like this is like a move for her career wise. But there is smart or not, I just feel like she, this is what she knows to do from the whole reality TV show to get wow. like to get booming. Now, in a real life situation, mm, <laughs> uh, I have uh, I have crossed lines before, mm-hmm. um, but I wasn't a mother, mm. and then I didn't have two children, and I damn sure didn't, you know cross lines with my ex-husband's friends and yeah. then have my kids around them and move them in the house. So I'm not feeling it. Yeah. You know, I'm a big um, uh, advocate for everybody just like minding the business that pays you. Oh, okay. That part. <laughs> if she's happy, you know, that's fine. But I just feel like a lot of her story is just for the television and for visibility and to be trending. But so you don't think it's a genuine move between because you know uh, I, I didn't watch the show but I saw the clip where he took her to this house and, and basically like asked her to move in with him and so and, and I've just been trying to like look at different comments and see what people are saying and things like that and they just people are, are from what I'm seeing people are taking to it and saying oh this you know this is this is love and they are, they compliment each other and this is the real deal and are fixated on 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 mm-hmm. reality television, mm-hmm. like I got too much going on. To yeah. be like, oh my God, he really loves her. No, let's take a look at his track record. Yeah, every relationship he's had has been for a television show because he went on that boot camp couples thing. There's mm-hmm. boot camp with a chick he wasn't even in a relationship yeah. with, let alone Ricky. Yeah. So again, Rick is due. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Rick mm-hmm. due for the both of them, and then they're two substandard characters that I don't think can hold a storyline without some type of drama or controversy, mm, you know? Yeah, I, I get that. If it was a Keisha in real life that lived next door to me, you know, that's a different story. Like, yeah. okay, Keisha, so what's the friend doing? Okay, the friend is a better father. The friend is helping you pay rent. Put food on your table. Okay, well, fuck them. Fuck the daddy. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, mom can't be out here busting it open for every every guy that knows your dad and stuff like that. Like that's just yeah. not a good look. Yeah. And if we do, you sh- I would deny the shit in black. I don't know him. No. <laughs> no, I, I just, no. And just be and I would be down bunking it over for him later in the pocket. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, that was definitely something that I I really wanted to get your perspective on because they definitely are trending. If she wasn't trending before, she definitely is trending now. And and uh, and Omarion is not saying a damn thing. He's not saying nothing. And I and I, I feel that. I, I like I'm glad that he's not saying anything. Because it would just add more visibility to her. And, mm-hmm. and, 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 and no, he was the lead singer. Lead singers ain't gotta do all that. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Oh, okay. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me about my hot topic that I <laughs> that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. All right. So, um, let's go ahead and do this question um, draw, and then we're gonna um, I'm gonna let you tell us how we can find you. If someone wanted to connect with you. Um, and your brand and all that stuff will go to that. So I'm going to pull this card. All right, let's see. Oh, this is a good one. Okay, so what kind of advice on life would my old self give to my current self? That's a good one for you. <laughs> um, don't rush, sweetie. You don't have to be a wife in your 20s. Mm-hmm. Go live life. Go travel the world. Go build your career. Go make mistakes and fuck up. Yeah. It's quite all right. Yeah. <laughs> your 30s are, are to repair what you do in your 20s. <laughs> so, like, you know, there's uh, my grandfather raised me, um, like, okay, you're supposed to graduate high school, go to college, get a career, build a house, get married, have kids. And I did that exact order and it did not work. Mm. And I was left like, uh, what do I do? There's no order. Just go live. Go have fun. Go enjoy the moment. So the old me um, would definitely tell the new me, the current me, live life. Enjoy yourself. It's not that serious. Like, I read this book called Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, dot, Mm. dot, dot, everything small. And and that's exactly what the old me would tell the new me. Everything small. It's not worth it. You don't have to curse this person out. You Mm. really don't just send this text message or Mm. this email that starts off as per my last email. (laughs) You don't have to do any of that. Just go live life. Have fun. You know, it's just, it's every day day by day you know don't put off what you can do today for tomorrow and most most certainly don't think don't be that um don't be that selfish or expecting or cocky to think that you're gonna get another day to to do something that you really want to do like do it now you want to go register for a class take a class if you want to go skinny dipping and go to like hedonism or nudist beach go try that shit if you want to if you want to travel the world by yourself go do it don't think that you are that cocky to where you will get another day to to do something like live your life to the fullest right now yeah that part 
All right, sis. Well, um, so how can we um connect you or connect with you? What what's your website and and all that good stuff? If someone wanted to to reach out to you or see what you have going on and the Mercedes Naomi brand and all that good stuff. All right. So Mercedes, if you need a facilitator for team development or diversity and inclusion training, or just to help you build or start a business, um, for instance, if you wanted to start a nonprofit, you would hit me up on MercedesNaomi.com. Um, if you uh, are interested in volunteering and helping others, or you wanna you want your organization or your company to serve as a sponsor or um, you know just a community partner, um, you can hit us up at www.tgnck.org, and that's the Good News Community Kitchen. But it's the acronym, so it's TGNCK.org. Um, and both of those uh, I started <clears throat> and I run. So um, if you email Mercedes Naomi, the email will get to me. If you email the Good News Community Kitchen, eventually it'll get to me also. Um, and so those are the best ways to hit me up. Uh, I am on social media, Instagram, it's at Mercedes underscore Naomi. Um, and then uh, for the nonprofit, it's at t.g.n.c.k. It's so long, but it's not really long, but it's just the t. all that stuff. So, um, and if you go to the website, if you scroll down, the Instagram, social media handles are all at the bottom of uh, each website. All right, so there you have it. Well, again, thanks, sis, for coming on with me and taking some time out. I love it. I always love talking to you. And you always bring out, like, like I was low-key, you know, in the beginning of this interview, I was low-key kind of getting emotional about things. You always bring that shit out of me when I talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) And you know I be trying to be hard. And (laughs) you be bringing emotions out of me. But I appreciate it. Um, I'm definitely uh, always rooting for you. I hope you always know that. Um, I'm so proud of just everything that you've done, how far you've come. I remember when the Good News Community uh, Kitchen was a thought, and now you're getting ready to do a second location. So it's just amazing. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. And I'm always, whether whether you feel it or not, just know that I'm always rooting for you. Um, and I will always try to support you in the best way that I can. Um, but again, thank you for coming on, you guys. Um, share this episode for me. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, however. Just share it. Support the blog. Support the podcast. And until next time, you guys, peace and blessings. And the future is female, so support your female empowerment leaders, such as Lorraine. (laughs) Thanks, sis. All right, guys. Peace. All right.